Welcome to Lady Hope Dealer. My name is Amber Yalot Shaver. I'll be sharing with you about life, recovery, ups, downs, but most of all, how others and myself found hope in a hopeless world. I look forward to sharing my testimony with you. I'm so excited to have my husband and a few other individuals on to share their testimony and what God's done in their life. And in between them times, I'm just going to be sharing what God's placed on my heart in this season. I'm just so excited to have you with me. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome Hope Dealers. Again, my name is Ambry, and I'm just going to be sharing with you today a little about grief and God. So as we start, I just want to share the definition of grief. So it says, grief is deep sorrow, especially that's caused by someone's death. So grief can also be caused by a family, friend, like someone that dies. It can also be caused by you know, a marriage, it can be caused by the death of a pet. It can, grief, we all go through grief in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So, there are some amazing meetings out there. I will share some links in here for y'all later. And that's going to be um, Grief Share. It is an amazing, an amazing step-by-step process and you can join a group locally wherever you are and they're going to help you walk through that process if you've lost someone here lately. And if you haven't lost them lately, maybe you're just needing to deal with some grief and you need to go in and you just need to like work through it. Because I know sometimes we like to hide things. We like to put them under cover and just not really pay attention to them until later on. And, And sometimes those things resurface and that's okay. So don't be ashamed about it. You know, it doesn't matter if you lost somebody, you know, five minutes ago or 50 years ago. If you're dealing with that still, then I just... I just want to let you know it's okay to go to grief share no matter how far that is. So I've been to it myself. I love it. So with that being said, so I've experienced quite a bit of death in the last couple of years. And I've went through this horrible, horrible grieving process. And I say it's horrible because normally people just use lose like one person. And then, you know, maybe a couple years later they lose another person. However you know, this journey for me started in 2018. And the first death was my uncle Billy. He had moved in with us and had been living with us for like a year or so. And we were, we were super close. Like we, you know, he was around whenever I was a kid and that was in February of 2018. In December of 2019, I lost my handicapped brother, Gene, which I was a caregiver for. Honestly, he took better care of me than I did him. He was an amazing man, loved Jesus, but he was handicapped from a very young age. So, you know, that was kind of a process there. Um, It really was life-shaking, life-altering. Whenever we found him, he was on the front porch, and I had to do CPR, and the EMT showed up and, and worked on him for 45 minutes, got a heartbeat back long enough to get him to the hospital and get him hooked up to some machines. My dad at the time was in a hospital in another town, And I had to go get him in the middle of the night, check him out of the hospital without doctor's permission and bring him to the hospital. And, um, of course that morning he had passed away. So that was in December of 19. Then in April of 2020, my sister Niola passed away. Shortly after that, my nephew Nicholas that, you know, was with me at a very young age and I helped raise as a child passed away in August of 2020, that same month on my birthday, August the 20th of 2020, my spiritual mom 
pastor, best friend, amazing woman of God, died of COVID. And that really shook my world because her and I was so close. We spent every weekend together. We spent a lot of weekdays together. You know, she was like, everything all rolled into one into my life that I really needed. She was a godsend, honestly. Shortly after that, in April of 2021, my Aunt Gertrude, my godmother, passed away. She was the matriarch of the family, as they would call it. She was always there. Anytime we needed anything, she was always there. You know, my dad always called her for everything. And then shortly after, in August of 2021, my dad died. So all these things, and in between there, I've lost other church members, church family members, like there's a, and then a couple of pets. Honestly, I can tell you that I don't remember a lot of things in between those years. There are times that my kids will bring something up and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Or even my husband, because my husband and I got married in um, 10, 10 of 2020. So just in the midst of that, we got married and I tell him all the time, I'm like, I do not even remember our wedding day. I wasn't under the influence of anything, but they talk about having grief brain where you lose somebody and you go, your brain goes into this, you know, way of functioning of protecting itself and, you know, what have you. And I, I really feel like that's what was going on with me at the time. And I just like, in between all that, I got really depressed, had super bad anxiety. I was crying all the time. It's just like one thing after another. It's almost like I would catch my breath from one death and then stop crying and then someone else would die. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, <clears throat> and in between that, like, don't get me wrong. I am so grateful for heaven because everybody on this list I know is in heaven. I know every one of these people on this list was saved and baptized. And, you know, in the Bible, it does tell us that to be absent in the body is to be present with the Father. And that gives me all the hope in the world, right? But even as a Christian, I struggle with grief. I struggle with sadness. I struggle with, you know, questioning God, being like, you know... <clears throat> My dad, for, for instance, he was my best friend, my everything, my A1 from day one, like they say, you know what I mean? And with him, when my mother, my birth mother abandoned me, like he was there. He took care of me and my brothers. Like there was never not a moment that I don't recall having my dad. So losing him was like, a, it was crazy because I, I used to tell God all the time, I'm like, listen. I can live without a lot of people, but just don't take my daddy. I am a daddy's girl from the word go. And of course, my world was completely shocked when that happened. I was his caregiver. I was his pusher. I was the one that he and I fought like siblings more than we did, you know, father and daughter. You know, we did good things to together, went to church, worshiped God. Even before that, we did bad things together, like sold drugs and you know, got into some trouble, got tattoos, whatever it was. Like, we just, we had that relationship. And he was always there. No matter what, if I was having a bad day, good day, I could pick the phone up and call him. And, um, and he was that person. So, losing him was a complete, how would I say it? Life changer. Still. It's only been two years, and some days I'll sit here on the computer and work and just cry for no reason. Some days I will just be fine 
going through Walmart and just break down. And it's not that I don't have any faith. And it's not that I don't have God. It's the fact that I still miss him. I still miss my brother. I still miss these family members. And in that, I have to just cling to what I know. And uh, and what I know is scripture. And what I know is God. And in those lowly moments, in them hurtful moments, I know that there's one person that I can call on, and that's God. I might not be able to physically see God, but I know He's with me. I can feel His peace overtake me. I can feel that He is there with me, comforting me. I'm going to tell you, like, just laying in bed after my dad died, I just cried and cried and cried. My husband couldn't help me. My kids couldn't help me. Having all the pets love on me couldn't help me. I had to fully trust God with my emotions at that point because talk about depression like depression really set in like you know I'm like and being a caregiver I don't know if you're a caregiver and if you are like God bless you because it is a tough job I've done it all my life so losing my brother which I was a caregiver for losing my dad which I was a caregiver for you just kind of start questioning yourself like could I have done something right or wrong or could I have done this differently did I give them their medicine did I not give them their medicine like what if I would have took them to a different doctor like what if I would have did this differently so honestly you know we go through them stages I still question things now because honestly my dad was healed of asbestosis silicosis COPD hepatitis C all this while he was in a coma God did an amazing work in that man and he came out of that hospital barely able to move, was able to lose weight, get up out the bed, like, with my sons and myself, like, working with him, and he was doing so good, and he chose to take the Johnson & Johnson vaccination, and within 24 hours, he fell sick, and within a week, he couldn't move certain limbs. They thought he had a stroke, no stroke, honestly, it was the vaccine. I am anti-vaccine, and that's me, that's just my opinion, but with that it's just so many processes of being a caregiver or being a child being someone you know that loves another person like even this month like the beginning of August hit and I was like oh I don't even want August to be here you know as a kid you're usually excited for you know your birthday month or your you know what have you and I told my husband I was like we could just skip August all together I don't even want to see it I don't want to look at it on my calendar I don't want to hear about it because you know here it is it's going to roll around and be August the 16th and that's the day that dad went to heaven and that's the day that you know my world completely stopped and maybe I'm selfish by saying that and that's okay we have a right to feel like our world stopped when we lost somebody grief is real hurt is real sadness is real now I had an aunt that was amazing she was you know Pentecostal and I'm sorry for sniffling, but um, she was an amazing woman of God. And every time we lost somebody, she's like, okay, well, they're in heaven or, you know, it is what it is. And, and she was not that she was cold about it. She just was, I don't know. She just had a different way of dealing with death. She was just really a different person, but she knew where they were. And um, I'm just not there yet. Eight years walking with Christ, I'm still struggling with the fact that, you know what? Okay, God, you healed this person. Why did they have to die? from a vaccine or okay God you know my nephew was shot himself some 
15 years ago in the head and was told he had never eat walk talk or nothing on his own again you healed him and he got out the hospital and came back out was addicted to drugs and got killed in two towns over by somebody like okay god what was that about in between that time he he did get saved he did get baptized you know why why did he have to go because i know he had a calling on his life like these are things that i talk to god about all the time and it's not that he's gonna just you know say okay well this is the answer ambry and this is what happened because again he's god he has his own reasons and we don't know what they are, but we know where these people are if they were saved. So, again, I just want to give you a few scriptures for grieving. And it says, Surely he has bore our grief and carried our sorrows, yet esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. That's in Isaiah. It says, The Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves crushed in spirit. And that's... um. Psalms 34, 18. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to cough. All right. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. That's Matthew 5, 4. I'll put all these in the link below. And some days I just have to go and read scripture about grief and know that it's okay because God's comforting me in it. You know, through this process, through <laughs> since 2018, you know, it's just been like another thing and another thing. But through those things... I have the peace that surpasses all understanding because of God. Through those things, I can be thankful for heaven. Through those things, I can be thankful and grateful for the memories that I shared with these individuals. And maybe each one of these people didn't die a peaceful death, but I know that my God was there to comfort them. And it doesn't help like the memories of what happened, but what it does help is knowing that God was there. This didn't catch him off guard. Our situation didn't catch him off guard. And when we cry out to him, the word says that he's there with us. Like he has, you know, angels to defend us. He has, you know, his arms around us ready to comfort us in our ever needing moment. And I've had to stay in that moment. Like sometimes I'm out of character. Don't get me wrong. Like even my husband is like, what is wrong with you? Like, just the last few days, you've been just not even yourself. Okay, well, again, we're in August, and I'm not going to expect it. Like, I went into August this year before that fact, and I was like, you know what? August is going to be good. It's going to be great. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't even want to see August. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, it's going to be different this year. We're going to be blessed. Things are going to happen that are great. You know, I'm going to expect amazing things to happen in August. And I'm still holding on to that. I'm still holding on to that hope that great things are coming. Today is the 19th. Tomorrow is my birthday. I don't really look for much to do other than just like go to church and have a peaceful dinner and just relax around the house and just maybe actually have some cake some good cake you know what I mean so with that you know a lot of people go to the graveyard and they sit there and my dad used to get mad because I used to not do that with my mom and um my stepmom that raised me she passed away in 2000 um so I used to not go out there but I would go out there for my other brother that had gotten killed by a cop um in 2004 and he's like why do you do this like you don't go out there for Ramona and you don't do and I was like but Ramona was saved she knew God the only thing left in that ground right there is a vessel my brother I'm not too sure like you know 
what his background was in the gospel. Like, I know that he knew about it. I didn't know if he was saved or not. And really, that's between him and God. But, you know, I would get in these moments where I would just go out there and just be so upset about him being killed. And I was angry and bitter. And, and God's really healed me through that. He really has. He's walked me through it. He's put these people in my life. And I've been able to heal and get through that, you know. So, you know, again, stepping forward... 2023 now you know where am I at what am I doing with grief again it's a daily process again maybe it's even an hourly process I don't know with some people it is I'm not the first person to lose that many people in such a short time it's happening everywhere right now but I can tell you this that my hope is in God my peace is in God his presence is what allows me to have the peace the Lord, you know, He tells us that He has sent Holy Spirit back to comfort us, and He is our comforter. So whenever I cry out to God, and I'm like, okay, God, today I'm sad, I'm mad, I just need You. I need this peace that surpasses all understanding. I needed to kick into high gear right now, okay? Let's just be real. So, and He gives me that, you know, and sure enough, like, I can turn around and say, okay, today's a different day. I'm going to get up. I'm going to not cry and well and be depressed i'm gonna get up and do what god's showing me to do i'm gonna be grateful thankful and blessed and now you know with these days that come up as the um the dates that my family members has died i've started to where i'm like okay this is the day that they died and i do acts of kindness all the time however the day that they've died like i've really applied myself and i'm like okay god i'm gonna do something for somebody today in my dad's memory or in Jean's memory or whoever it might be I'm gonna do something I'm gonna bless somebody in their memory maybe it's something small like a cup of coffee maybe it's something big like you know buying them a bicycle if they need it I don't know but I listen to God about it and I say okay lead me lead me to the person and the other day I had posted about my dad's going to heaven date and I told, you know, I'd shared with everybody, look, do a good deed. If you know a single mom, single dad, buy them groceries, drop it off. I don't want you to post about it on Facebook. I don't want you to boast about it there. I don't want you to share with everybody else. But it would be awesome if you just inbox me and say, hey, I bless this person. Just so I can know. Like that just, someone messaged me the other day that they had, you know, given a single mom some groceries. She had a couple kids. And it was honor of my dad. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like, that one family was blessed just because I made that post. And because God knew they were in need. And he showed somebody. So, in honor of my dad, you know, she did this. And I'm just so grateful. And right now, I just want to encourage you that, you know, the Bible has so many scriptures about it yet again. You know what I mean? But, you know... We can talk about it, we can be about it, we can sing about it, you know, but realistically, we got to walk about it. We got to walk it out. We got to do it. And if you're struggling, if you're suffering, if you're sad, if you're mad at God, if you're angry, whatever situation and whatever part of this grief process you're in, like, if you need help through it, message me. Email me. I'll drop my email below. Message me through Facebook you know, message me through Instagram. Let's get through it together. I'm telling you, it's been two years since my dad died and I still quite frequently cry. You know, I have great memories and then, you know, I have blessed memories and I have some bad memories, but all in all, like, I'm just so grateful for heaven. So 
today we have a lot to be grateful for. We are here on this earth, you know, breathing, walking, talking. And if that's you, you're alive listening to this. I hope you're alive. But, you know, if you're listening to this, go out and do something today. Bless somebody. Go out and do something in memory of your loved one that they would have wanted to see you do. Maybe there's something that, you know, that person that's died in your life wanted to see you accomplish. Maybe like getting a GED. Maybe, you know, whatever the situation is. Go and do that. Go and complete that. Go not just for yourself, but in memory of that person. Do something great. Do something big. People always, like, they, what, they get park benches. They put a brick somewhere. I mean, it's up to you. You know, release a butterfly. Build a bench build a house, put a stone with a name on it in the garden. I don't know. Whatever that looks like to you, just go and do it. And if people question you about it, just be like, this is my process and this is what God's showing me to do. So again, there is hope and it's all in God's word. And we have to know that we know that we know that he has a reason in this season. And the pain and the process is ultimately for him for God I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you about grief if I if I wouldn't have went through so much at one time and I live I walk every single day you might catch me on a good day and I'm smiling happy cheerful skipping along and you might meet me on a bad day and I'm just blowing up and that's okay that's okay you know why I'm flesh bone and blood God's mercies are made new every day and his grace is sufficient now I'm not using that as an excuse but I'm just saying there are good days and there are bad days. So if you're on a good day, I love you and cheer somebody else on. If you're in a bad day, reach out and let us cheer you on. And let us help you through this. But again, thank you for listening. I'm grateful for each and every one in you. And remember, don't stay stuck in the process. Don't stay stuck in grief. It's okay to go through the process. Just don't stay there. If you stay there, that's when you get depressed. That's whenever you start having problems. That's when you start going through things that you shouldn't have to go through. Go through the process. Let yourself cry. Let yourself be angry, sad, mad, whatever it is. And walk through it. Get somebody else to walk through it. But don't stay stuck in the process. You're coming out on the other side. You will smile again. You will be happy again. You will be joyful. And you will have the peace of the Lord. That is what we know we are promised. So just know that in this process, there is some peace. In this process, there is some good that's going to come out on the other side. You might not be able to see it yet, but it's like that puzzle. When you put that puzzle together, one piece at a time, one piece at a time. You can't see it yet unless you're looking at the box, right? Take that box away. And start putting that puzzle together. And then you have one little section and another little section. Next thing you know, you can piece those sections together. And then you can see the whole picture. That's God with us. We don't always know what the next step is. And we don't always see the full picture until we get that next piece. So, again, I love y'all. Be blessed. I'm praying for y'all. If I can help y'all in any way, shape, form, or fashion, message me through Facebook, Instagram, or email me. It is what it is. I'm going to get back to you and just know that I'm more than happy to pray for you. Walk it out. God bless.